Chaldeans answered before the king and said, There is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore there is no king, lord, nor ruler that asked such things at any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. And it is a rare thing that the king requireth, and there is none other that can show it before the king except the gods, whose dwelling is not with flesh. For this cause the king was angry and very furious, and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. And the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain, and they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, Why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Arioch made the thing known to Daniel, and desired of the king that he would give him time, and that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house, and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning the secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God for ever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who hast given me wisdom and might, and hast made known unto me now what we desired of thee. For thou the king's martyr in today's contest is the current pandemic, COVID-19. People are dying. People are falling sick. But I join my faith with that of all my listeners worldwide. All my friends, all the faithful out there, all the Muslims currently fasting. And we look towards God of heaven and we pray in his mercies. He will heal our land. It's to your boy Abayomi, a.k.a. Yomidi, all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. And join me with this opener by Whiskey and Borna Boy titled Just Love is True. And you know how we do it. Breathing for some seconds, 10 to 11, thereabouts. And exhale for about 5 to 6 seconds. When you breathe in, say this with your mind Our land is healing. Our land, when you breathe in, is healing when you exhale. Our land is healing as we listen to Just Love by Whiskey and Burner Boy. Believe. I thank God for His grace, 
and all his blessings, Lord, I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for the day of my life. Say, see, I don't hear bad things about me. Say, I feel my real nigga act so funny for money. That's a powerful one from Whiskey and Bonner Boy. Oh yes, Jal love is true. Jal love for you is true. I want you to know with me that even these will pass. It's going to go away the same way it came about. And just have faith in God. Have faith in Jah. And know that it's love for you. It's love for humanity. It's love for this mother earth. Is true. 
Today's topic is going to be taking another dimension, of course, by the power and the grace of God, we've been able to look at some certain issues in the past month, and this month has 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 been about healing, healing. And last week, I mean, the previous um, our previous podcast, you know, centered on healing itself and we also attach a practical way how you can heal yourself and you know um our last recording was about after healing then what we looked at several things we we, we looked at six key things that are important for someone for, for a person to do and to continue to do in order to have a sustained healing one of them is Identifying your desire, ask for what you want. Make sure your desire is clear. If you know when you need healing, make sure it's well spread out. You know, don't be don't be don't be ambiguous in making your request known to the universe. Universe is always there for us to supply all our needs according to not according to your mindset, not according to your provisions, not according to your qualifications. But according to the provisions of the universe, according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus, it's always there. So, but for you to enjoy it fully, it's important for you to know what you want. Ask for what you want. The second thing we discussed was believe. Make sure you believe that you will receive that which you desire. We talked about the power of visualization. We talked about how you can make mental pictures, you know, of you receiving your desires. What are those things, you know, if you had your desire now, what are those things you will be doing? Why don't you visualize yourself doing all those things? Instead of you to be using your power of visualization, whether you like it or not, we all use our power of visualizations, either negatively or positively. When you're thinking in your mind, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself that like a failure? Do you see yourself like a disappointment? Do you see yourself like, like, like a rejected? Do you see yourself depressed? When you see all these things, it brings about a certain vibration. And all these vibrations are the things that will attract the manifestations that you see in your lives. So if you're looking at your life and there are some areas you are not happy about, or there are some areas you are still challenged, you know, then it, it means you need to change the way you think. You need to change what you see in your mind, with your mind's eye. Because your mind's eye is the strongest vision you can ever have. So whether you like it or not, you are visualizing. But what are you visualizing? If you want healing, it's imperative for you to have positive visualization. So visualize. We also talked about distress. Do your best to let go of all the stressful situations in your life. Stressful situations, they, 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 they drain your blood, they make you look ugly, you know, they, they, they drain you, they drain your energy. Negativity, stress, they, they, bring, they bring your immune system down. Negativity, it destroys immune, the immune system. And in this current COVID-19 pandemic, you need your immune system to be 200%. It's important. So distress. De-stress, like D-E-S-T-R-E-S-S, de-stress. We also talked about being grateful. It's imperative that when you make your desire known, when you have visualized, when you have decluttered all those um, 
negative vibes off you. It's imperative for you to be thankful. You need to be grateful. When you are grateful, when you are in a chef, when you are in, when you are grateful, it promotes your vibration. Apart from the fact that it's good to be grateful, it humbles you, and it also reassures or double assures your faith. When you are thankful for what you are yet to receive, that's the definition of faith in itself. Be thankful, God's people. Be thankful for your healing. Be thankful for 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 for. For living a healthy life. And lastly, we talked about joy. Stay in the feeling of joy and happiness. Try not to hang around people who want to focus on your illness. There are some people, they always want to remind you, they, you know, these are things, these are their thoughts or the kind of gossips or discussions they've had behind you. You know, so when they see you that you are happy, they remember your sorrow. They like to look at your limitation, you know, and their limitation is what they have put in their own mind about you. You need to stay off people like this. You need to stay away from them. Set up a very structured barrier between you and people like this. People want to remind you of your failure. People want to remind you of your disappointment. People who are never there to support you. People who are there to feed of your ego, to see you look down. Avoid people like this. Avoid them. And today we are looking at another amazing topic. The cosmic law of attraction and serious health issues. The cosmic law of attraction and serious health issues. Today is going to be taking a very powerful dimension as led by the spirit. Ra! Oh yes, it's going to be a wonderful day on today's episode. As we'll be looking at an idea of mine that has been on my mind for a while now. An idea I tag one stage. One stage, one stage for all mankind, one stage for all skin complexions, one stage for all tribes, all races, a stage where everybody comes together to address the same topic. Like the saying goes, God's people... You can have three pastors teach the same sermon, but possibly get three different takes on it. So when this came to me, I realized there is a fine line between the recipient of a message or information or knowledge and the person who gives it. The most important thing, the goal for us here on Momo, on more motivation, it's for us to simplify whatever thing that seems like societal challenge. Shed more light on it. And look at the best way to sell the message to people in, all, in order for them to receive them. Like today, like this month, we've been talking about healing. We've talked severally about several things about healing. And today we are going to be looking at the cosmic law of attraction and 
serious health issues. And like I said, I'm going to be bringing different people on stage today. You will hear their takes on healing. You will hear their own side of the stories. And I remain positive and strong in my mind that it is going to be to your blessing. It is going to be to my own blessing as well. It is, go it is going to be to God's glory and to the shame of the devil, the enemy of mankind. This land is going to be healed. Our mindsets will be healed. Our bodies will be healed. Our businesses will be healed. Our economies will be healed. I am positive. It's attainable. We can do it. We just have to heal from the inside. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't you go for a music break? And after the music break, I'm going to be setting the platform for these wonderful rabbis. I call them rabbis. They are teachers for these wonderful teachers to come on board. And please remain attentive. Stay tuned. And be ready to receive from the universe. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Give it. 
Say she look into my eyes and she see designer. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Mr. David. God bless you. Like we said earlier, you can have three pastors teach the same sermon, but possibly get three different takes on it. That's why today, I don't want to monopolize the structure of this topic, healing. Christians, they have their idea of healing. Muslims, they have their ideas of healings. Physicians, doctors, even doctors, the caregivers. They have their own ideas of healing. The atheists, they have their own ideas of healing. That's why I thought about it. Because I want this message to be driven home. Then I felt that um, maybe it's time for me to pull up this idea. Where I bring different people, keynote speakers in their fields. Keynote people, notable people in their lines. You know, to just say a thing or two about healing, about how to cope, about how to live, how to, how to survive in such a period like this. Today I've decided to pilot an idea of mine from a long time ago. This idea is on having a center stage for all spiritual and mental leaders and mentors from different fields, from different fields, religions, germs, in order to address the same topic. By so doing, we are trying to bring down the imaginary barriers to knowledge. All those virtual barriers and limitations. We are trying to melt it. We are trying to bring it down to destroy it so that people can have access to freedom. So that people can so that you won't say, Oh, it's because it's that dark, ugly fat guy, thanks to COVID-19, that is saying it, that's why I'm not going to listen. You know, so you have the opportunity to listen to your kind of person, or maybe someone you've never known. Remember, the topic of today's discussion is cosmic law of attraction and serious issues. The cosmic law of attraction and serious issues. In another 10 minutes, I just want to quickly set the stage for this great man to come on board and say a thing or two. But before we go ahead, God's people, why don't you take another deep breath? Why don't you thank God for your healing as you breathe in, say, I am grateful. And as you exhale, say, for my health. I am grateful for my health. Breathe in for about 10 to 11 seconds. 10 to 11 seconds. You know, is I'm going to be explaining that another day, but there is a reason why it's 10 to 11. If you put it together, 10 to 11, that gives you, you know, a sign of beginning. And when you, when you exhale for about 5 to 6 seconds, 5 to 6 seconds is, is, if you add 5 and 6 together, it gives you 11. In numerology, 11 is gateway. So begin your exit and entry into unlimited manifestations. Of healing, blessings, successes, of spouses. I thought I was going to hear I receive. But yeah, I think I did. You know, so God's people, why don't we take another deep breath? And as the teaching goes on, please 
take as many deep breaths as possible, as long as you are not driving. And as long as you are not handling any sharp objects, you are not, you know, as long as you can, you know, you are okay. And not, you can be, and, and as long as you are not being, you know, around any sharp objects. Or taking, a, or being in, at, at, at the ends of affairs where your attention is needed, 100%. Breathe in with me, God's people. And breathe out for about five to six seconds. Cosmic law of attraction and serious health issues. This can be likened into the disparity or the relationship between curing and healing. The reason why we have decided to talk about healing is because we understand the current situation. We need sustained healing. That you have not contacted COVID-19 today does not mean you cannot contact it tomorrow. But when you do, what do you do? That's why we are here for you. That's why we have decided to, we have made your own problem, your own future challenge. The kind of problem you could have tomorrow, yesterday, today. We are bringing a solution to you. So when anything happens, you know what to do. And please, in case this is your first time of listening to us, just download Anchor FM on your phone. When you do, look for Yomi Daniels. You will see all our past messages, all our past prophecies that are happening right now, all our past predictions that are currently happening. So many things that are happening right now are the things that God had revealed to us. And that's why we, we are a bit ahead of the curve. And many are wondering, maybe I'm too fast. But most of these things, I, I kind of anticipated them in a way. And that's why we are here for you. God has sent us your way. So go visit all our past recordings, all our past podcasts. And see how you can make good use of or apply all the techniques, all the things that are taught therein. Cosmic law of attraction and serious health issues. We are talking about curing. We are talking about healing. After me, you're going to be hearing wonderful speakers that will be talking about either healing or curing. But before we get to them, let me quickly clear the hair. To put it in another way, ladies and gentlemen, the relationship and distinction between curing and healing needs to be kept very, very clear. Yes, it's important for us to know the difference and the relationship between healing, when they say somebody is cured and when they say somebody is healed. We have similarities, just as we have differences. That's what we want to establish today. Yes, you may or may not receive curing. That is, the cessation of your physical disease or symptoms. What we are trying to say to you is that, okay, maybe you've used some of our past time. 
practicals in our messages and um, you still find it difficult. You know, that's why we are here for you to let you know you might have been healed, but as you are waiting for your curing, If you remember the story of 10 lepers that were cleansed by Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ met them, he told them, go and show yourself to the priest. On the way, they all got healed. They were not yet cured. But their, the process of healing in their life started. But it was only one out of them who remembered to be grateful. Remember we talked about gratitude. We talked about it in the last recording. That person got healed and cured because his healing is sustained. So the same thing we are saying here is that you might have received your healing while you are waiting for your cure. You may or may not receive curing, which implies the cessation of your physical disease or symptoms, but with or without curing, you can always receive healing, which can come in any form and at any level. Be it your body, your business, your mind, your spirit, your family. Any level at all. The goal is to feel much better. And to do so, we need to take bold moves of faith mentally. So, as you are waiting for your curing, it's imperative for you to receive your healing. Because the reason why some people are never cured and never healed is because they are looking for magic. We talked about magic in our past episodes. Healing is not magic. Healing is a process. Magic is what happens, you know, as in before you open your eyes. But healing, it takes time. It's a process. But for you to enjoy 100% healing, which is healing and curing at the same time, is is important for you to accept healing when you are giving. Because it's like step one. The step, the very first step for everybody is to receive healing. And if there's any serious health issues, then as you have received your healing, wait for your cure in faith. But after today's teaching, you will have different view about, you have more detailed view about healing and curing. The goal, when someone is looking for healing, let's say, for instance, somebody's desire is to be healed of a particular ailment. The goal is to feel much better. And to do so, we need to take bold move of mental, of faith, mentally. This is a state of mind where one, as an individual and an ailment bearer, as admitted one's ailments, cohabitate with it. Listen to this place. When we are talking about receiving your healing, it is a state, as in, when we are saying receiving your healing, it is a state of mind where one, as an individual, or an ailment bearer, someone that is sick, has admitted, as in you have admitted, that I am sick. Some people are sick, they don't even know it. Some people don't even know what is wrong with them. So it's, it's, a, it's a facet where you admit that you have admitted your ailments, your sicknesses, your diseases and you cohabitate with it. 
you are able to cohabitate with it. And lastly, with strong decision in mind to live, whether it is cured or not, which mostly gets cured eventually, and or not. What we are trying to say here is that it's possible for you to be healed and not cured. And I'm also putting it to you, ladies and gentlemen, that when you are healed, that's a level. Healing is a level. But for you to be cured, for your healing to be made manifest, in other words, for like someone that is pregnant of two weeks and somebody that is pregnant of six months, the only difference is that one will be so obvious. It is already manifested. So for your healing to grow to the level of manifestation where it is, where you can, where you can accept your cure, you need to first accept healing. Receive healing. What we are trying to establish here is that you can be healed and not cured. And you can be healed and cured. But it depends on what you want. It depends on your faith level. It depends on your doggedness. It depends on how bad you want it. I'm going to tell you a story of my own mom. I'm going to tell you two stories quickly. My mom had a particular ailment for a very long time. And here is a preacher. A very fervent person in the house of God, in, in a church, in our church. Who is full of faith, who encourages others to have faith. But something happened. You know, because um, of her ailment, she was unable to walk properly. So we were supposed to go somewhere. And that day, I decided to carry her on my back. As I carried her, I could hear the way she was, you know, the way she reacted, the way she was, you know, she was like she was feeling pains. But the way I carried her, I didn't expect her to feel pains because I was the one carrying her. She's the one crying like the person that carried someone. And that got me to thinking. And I was able to tell that my mom received healing, which made her to be able to cohabitate with her sickness. But she never got cured till she died. But she got healing. Healing in the sense that she was able to live with her sickness. Whether the sickness is cured or not, she was able to go to church, do her things, do some basic things that she would normally do. That she would normally did, sorry. It's still fresh on my mind. You know, so I realized that she got her healing which was able to help her to deal with that issue. But she didn't really have the required faith to establish cure for that healing to, make, to be made manifest. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to stop at healing alone. But once you have healing, you have almost everything. I'm going to tell you the story of another king. Here's a king that was born bent. This man... This prince, young prince, was born, bent. He, he couldn't stand up. He couldn't stand very well on his spinal cord. So this man happened to be the only son. The king gave birth to so many other children. 
Unfortunately, most of them, I mean, all of them were female except him. So he had to become the king. He became this king, you know, but he had only, he had everything in his life except one thing. He bent back. He wanted this healing so bad. You know, and I'm going to establish something to you, ladies and gentlemen, here, that healing is a process. Your own healing might take one day. Another person might take one year. Another person might take a decade. This person that was quoted in Law of Attraction, this man spent decades with a back, I mean, sorry, with his back bent. So he go to a state, they wanted to celebrate, um, I think, um, 20 years of his time or 30 years of his time as a king. And when this man came up, he, he, he wanted a gift. They wanted to give him a gift. He was so ashamed when they showed him that gift. They erected a statue for him. And when they erected this statue for him, they actually erected the statue in such a way that the back was stretched. Oh, I think, no, they, they, they erected a, a, a statue that was bent. He now asked them to give him to give him a better one, a stretched back. And so these people, you know, they came up with another gift. He now decided, he was so ashamed to put it outside so that people would not be laughing at him. But he decided to put it in his room. Every day when he wakes up in the morning, he goes to visit that statue and tells that statue that this is how I want to be. This man did this thing for several years. Lo and behold, this man got cured. His back was stretched after a while. And it was even the people around him that saw, that saw it and they were like, King, your back has stretched after so many decades. This is an example of someone who received his healing and he also received cure. So it's important for you to understand what you want. If you get to the level of healing, that's when you get to the level whereby you have accepted your sickness. You have acknowledged it, that you are sick. And you know that you need help. Cosmic law of attraction can relate with one in the areas, in so many areas. But we'll look at these areas and go straight to my friends. Immediately after this music break, join me, ladies and gentlemen, and stay tuned. Corolla de Bundo, la casa 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Yemi. Where were we? Cosmic law of attraction can relate with one in the areas of changing one's relationship to an illness. For example, with or without being cured, you can use the law of attraction to help you change your relationship to a disease for the better. Yes, there are some people, their relationship with a, a certain ailment, with the help of cosmic law of attraction, you, it can help you, with or without being cured, to use the law of attraction to change your relationship to a disease for the better. That is, seeing the ailment from a different perspective. You might begin to think the illness is a teacher, a messenger, or a part of your evolutionary path. With the help of law, uh, the cosmic law of attraction, we first talked about understanding that you can be cured without being, I mean, you can be healed without being cured. And it's also positive, it's also possible, sorry, that you can be cured and you can be healed. Now, we're also telling you that the cosmic law of attraction can also help you to view, to change your perspective about a particular disease or sickness. It can help you to see a particular ailment from a different perspective. You might begin to think the illness as a teacher. Yeah, there are some people it is until they go through, you know, like the common saying that says experience is, is the greatest teacher. Some people, when they experience a particular thing, I was listening, I was listening to Kevin Hart. I was listening, I was listening to, I was watching one of his videos, you know, online. And he talked about how he became a better father. He became a better father because he had an accident. That was his own healing. His first motivation, or his initial motivation, was that he wanted to be a better person to his dad. He felt his dad didn't do much. He wanted to be a better person. So he was sending money, he was taking care of the family. He felt that was enough. 
until he had an accident and he felt he could have he felt he could have lost them he felt he could have lost all of them all in one night ever since then his mindset changed so that's exactly what we are that person might not even really get cured thank god kevin had got his own cure you know from the back injury he had from the accident you know so and now for him in this situation he had healing and he also had cure but many people are looking for cure when they are not yet healed many people were abused in a certain relationship emotionally their own sickness their own ailments could be emotional They've not healed, but they've ventured into another relationship. Therefore, transferring the same aggression, the same wa'ala, the same challenges to the new relationship. It's important for us to heal. It's, it suffices to say that healing is more like foundation for cure. So we are trying to tell you here that the cosmic law of attraction, number one, can help you to be healed. Why you are not yet, why you are yet to be cured, or it could help you to be healed and to be cured at the same time, or it could also help you to change your mindset, your belief system around certain issues of life. For example, let's take. Koban's Asuko story. Here's a man. I don't know whether I was born blind, you know, but I know he has um he's disabled. But look at how many things he's not cured. He still can't see. But I don't know. The the only person that has sounded so as in more beautiful than him on keyboard, I think is Yanni. And maybe Wale. Don't worry, you might not know Ali. You know, so but I believe you know Yanni. The way this guy plays keyboard, he plays it better than most people. Even people who have eyes. Most of us who have eyes. He plays better than us. Yeah, that's an example of someone that is healed. You know, that limitation is no more there for him. He has fought his own limitation. He has won it. He's blind, yes. He's not cured, yes. But he's, he has received healing because you can see from his reaction, his response to that challenge, to that sight impairment. Kobam Asuko is a wonderful example to explain this. You can receive healing without being cured. It can help you change the way you relate with you know, when I see him contribute money, he even has money more than people who have eyes, who have everything. He's more blessed. He's more fulfilled than many people who have legs, everything. Who have, who have everything that he doesn't have. Another person is Pastor Obadari. Yes, someone that was, I think, you know, he, he grew up and that um, he just lost his sight. But look at how he lived his life. He lived a fulfilled life. Though he didn't have eyes, but he didn't allow it. He didn't allow lack of eyes, lack of sight to hinder him. So what excuse do you have? Receive your healing. 
There is a man who had been a there is a man who had been a powerful businessman. Here's the story of another person who had been a powerful businessman, but had almost um, completely paralyzed by a stroke. This one was stated, it was quoted in one of our scripts. This businessman had been almost completely paralyzed by a stroke. He celebrated the day of his stroke as his birthday. Why? Because it had been the beginning of his spiritual awakening. Cosmic law of attraction can help you to change your views, your perspective about that issue that you think you have, that challenge, that sickness, that ailment, that COVID-19. This businessman was one of the most radiantly and joyful people to have existed. He was never cured, but he was healed, not from his stroke, but from his former state of being spiritually out of touch. This man, when he, was, when he didn't have stroke, he was actually spiritually out of touch. But right now, It's been quoted in most of the script by Law of Attraction. So, Cosmic Law of Attraction. Cosmic Law of Attraction can help you. We can help you to change the way you view a certain issue. Why don't we look at another one? State of Fearlessness. Cosmic law of attraction and serious health issues. If your own health issue is serious, it's imperative for you to know that you can, your healing process can start by the absence, by decluttering of fear from your life. Your relationship to pain might change. Often, there is a large component of fear associated with pain that significantly intensifies our suffering. That was what I was trying to tell you about my mom. I realized that as I carried her, I was expecting her to feel relaxed, you know. But from the sound she was making, I was able to tell fear. And where there is fear, there can never be faith. Faith and fear, they are two opposite elements. If you are afraid, faithlessness is existing in your life. If you are full of faith, you will see that you will fear nothing. So, healing, healing process can start by taking away your fear about COVID-19. Taking away your fear about it. Not disrespecting it, but just choosing not to be afraid of it. Often, there is a large component of fear associated with pain that significantly intensifies our suffering. Your healing might remove this fear and thus lessen your suffering. We might grow to the level you might we might grow to the level whereby you will use an illness as a way to focus your life. Cutting away what is extraneous. Yes, God's people. You might use an illness as a way to develop more compassion for others. The ways that an outcome of healing might show up for a person are infinite. And absolutely unique to that person. The key is in remaining open to whatever form 
it shows up in. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go for this music break. And after this music break, we'll jump in straight to the second segment of today's episode, which is stage for hall, where we're going to have different people, different speakers to talk about this same thing. Stay tuned, God's people. So 
just yet so that's that about setting the platform for the wonderful rabbis that are in the house tonight you know so they're going to be coming your way one by one and trust me i know you're going to be blessed you know all these people are going to come your way dishing out they don't even know they were talking to you they were just doing their own but i took excerpts of most of their projects and I decided to bring all these things together and bring them your way. Why don't you join me and welcome Reverend Sam Adeyemi, God's people. When you don't exercise that power to decide what to do, in response to what is going on around you, what other people are doing, what the economy is saying, and all that. Um, hmm. Other people take the initiative in your life. Situations and circumstances take the initiative in your life. That's a very difficult place to be. You'll be feeling out of control. And there is no doubt in the fact that your life will be filled with fear, with anxiety, because you don't know what is coming next. But when you choose to exercise that power, to seize the initiative, like we say, I mean, so somebody slaps you, you exercise that power. I'm not slapping back. You've disappointed the person. You've taken the power away from the person. You know the power to dictate how you feel and what you think. I'm telling you, that is the true definition of freedom. So here we are in the middle of a pandemic. So the pandemic has happened. We don't have control over it. Fine. Are we going to exercise our power? to decide um, how 
will respond. You know, somebody said, I, I think uh, that person was Victor Hugo. He said, in the face of adversity, some develop wings, others go for crutches. In the face of adversity, some people develop wings. Some people decide, I'm not going down. I'm going to ride this wind. I'm going to ride the storm like an eagle. <laughs> you know, this thing is not taking me out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for the opportunities in this thing to improve myself. Now, and that talks about flexibility, isn't it? The willingness to stretch, the willingness to learn something new, the willingness to acquire a new skill, the willingness to cultivate new relationships. So, some develop wings. You, you know, really, we human beings don't unleash the best of our potential till we're in trouble. I'm serious. <laughs> Somebody said, if you want to jump off a cliff, don't wait till you have wings. Jump first. You will develop the wings on your way down. I'm serious. <laughs> I tell people, the fastest runners on this planet, the fastest runners are not people that run in the Olympics. I have tremendous respect for them. I mean, I'm a fan of Usain Bolt. Big fan, I'm telling you. But I think... That if you wanted to find the fastest running person in the world, just find yourself maybe in a park or in the forest. And if you could just time that man that just saw a lion, <laughs> you will find the fastest person there. We humans are like tea bags. The best of us will not come out if we're in hot water. Okay, so here we are, all right, in the middle of a pandemic. And I just want to say, let the best come out of you this season. I posted a tweet last week when you squeeze, or at the beginning of the pandemic, when you squeeze a soft sponge, what is in it is what, it will, what will come out. And I said, now that we're being squeezed by this situation, what's coming out of us? Is it love or hatred? Is it anger or patience uh, is it um, sadness or joy okay <laughs> so let's develop wings all right there you have it god's people let's develop wings we can ride this storm we can ride this storm, this COVID-19 pandemic. As you have said, according to Rabbi Sam Adeyemi, let's develop our wings. It's a way to respond in a tough time like this. And I pray the universe will continue to help us. And right now, quickly, we're going to go to my own very pastor. My own rabbi. In-house rabbi. Right. So. My own personal rabbi. Welcome with me, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Paul. Adifarasin. His own take. 
you need to start praising him. Don't be too cool. Through trouble in Psalm 22, and his hell was pretty significant at the time. And then all of a sudden, he remembered something. What did he remember? I believe it is verse 4 in Psalm 22. But thou art holy, and the word there is kadosh in the Hebrew, which means you are different. And thou inhabitest the praises of your people. Now, if I have malaria, or cancer, or trouble, or bereavement, and I look at God and I say like David did you are different and you inhabit the praises of your people that means if I start praising him this God that is different from malaria this God that is different from cancer this God that is different from poverty this God is different from lack this God that is different from any of my maladies or problems when I praise him what's he going to do he's going to sit down in my praise and if he sits down in my praise he cannot inhabit the same place as trouble one of them has to leave he can't sit unless the trouble goes but if he is customarily going to to sit whenever you praise him because your praise is his cathedrals it's his chair then that means if you want to change some stuff friend you need to start praising him don't be too cool or too important or too rich or too wealthy or driving too much of a mercedes and wearing too much of a nagada that you can't praise him open your mouth and give him praise because once you praise him he's going to sit down in your trouble and your troubles going to have to yeah oh yes that's another way to respond positively in such a time like this every lifetime has it's a tough time it might be difficult for you to praise God it might be difficult for you to be thankful, to be grateful, but we talked about, about this. This is the time to increase our praises, our thanksgivings, our worship. This is the time to be humble. This is the time to find humility in all our doings. This is the time to put God first in everything. Thank you so much, my rabbi. More of God's anointing. Why don't we go a bit differently? As we take another one. Between an inhalation and an Hello, I'm Neil Gaiman. I'm a writer. I was asked to say something about fragility, about resilience and restoration here in this peculiar pause. I don't think there's a word for the moment between one breath and the next, the pause between an inhalation and an exhalation. But it seems to me that is precisely where we are, living in that fermata, a world full of people waiting to breathe again. 
And as I thought about what I wanted to say to all of us today about fragility, about resilience, I realized that it was something I had already said a long time ago. I wrote, There are so many fragile things, after all. People break so easily, and so do dreams and hearts. And yet, as I write this, it occurs to me that the peculiarity of most things we think of as fragile is how very powerful they truly are. There were tricks we did with eggs as children to show how very strong they could be. Tiny, load-bearing marble halls while the beat of the wings of a butterfly in the right place, we're told, can create a hurricane across an ocean. Hearts may break, but hearts are the toughest of muscles, able to pump for a lifetime, 70 times a minute, and scarcely falter along the way. Even dreams, the most delicate and intangible of things, can prove remarkably difficult to kill. Stories like people and butterflies and songbirds' eggs and human hearts and dreams are also fragile things, made up of nothing stronger or more lasting than 26 letters and a handful of punctuation marks. Or their words on the air, composed of sounds and ideas, abstract, invisible, gone once they've been spoken, and what could be more fragile than that? But some stories, small, simple ones about people setting out on adventures, or people experiencing wonders, tales of miracles and monsters, have outlasted all the people who told them. And some of them have outlasted the lands in which they were created. We are tougher than we seem. We are tougher than we think. Our stories will outlive us. Let's make them good. May that which has been broken be restored. Good luck and safe lives to us all. Thank you, Neil Gaiman. We are stronger than we think. There you have it, ghost people. Join me as I bring on stage Gavi E, one of my guys, one of my rabbi, one of my wonderful rabbis. This is what he has to say about a period like this. The right thing is when you don't know is you go and make every day, you watch what happens, then you realize that people are liking this and you realize you like cooking or you like exercise or you like fruit or you like songs or you like sports and then you make more of that. Mm -hmm. I didn't think six years ago, oh, I'm gonna do parenting content and that's gonna really help. No, I, I had a random thought, I put it out, a lot of reaction to it, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> For my question, uh, I just turned 18 years old and I've lost 100 pounds in three years and I've wow. documented it all on my Instagram at Leanta to Journey, which you should follow, by the way, if you can. You got it, everybody. Um, 
Go ahead. I'm seeing limited growth, but now I feel like I'm transforming and creating a new identity for myself, not really related to weight loss. I just don't know what I want to become. I know I want to help others and make content, but I don't know what my niche is, and I know how important that is. No, no, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to jump right in because I'm excited and you got me fired up. (laughs) People think they need to know what their niche is up front instead Mm -hmm. of realizing they just need to be a human and talk every day and find it. Okay. This is not about being right. This is about finding right. You're sitting and thinking all day of like, okay, I've done this part of my life. I'm in a new place. 15 to 18 was about this and inspired certain people to that. But wait a minute, you know, now I'm in a different place. And that makes sense. We all are in different places. But everybody thinks they need to like sit and kind of like come up with the right answer. It's not that. What you need to do is put out content every day. Yesterday, your content could have been, or two days ago, I ate this, you know, these raspberries, and they were delicious. And the reason I eat raspberries is just be a human. Just be a human. Put that out. Everybody worries about finding their niche, being right, finding the thing that will make them money, and it doing well in likes and followers. That's the complete wrong thing. The right thing is, when you don't know, is you go and make every day, you watch what happens, then you realize that people are liking this, and you realize you like cooking, or you like exercise, or you like fruit, or you like songs, or you like sports, and then you make more of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think six years ago, oh, I'm going to do parenting content, and that's going to really help. No, I, I had a random thought. I put it out, a lot of reaction to it, boom, boom, boom. You don't know if you don't put it out, and you're yeah. definitely going to be crippled. You know, I'm telling you right now, I like the way I said that. It's not about being right up front. It's about creating a system that helps you find right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, I was kind of, and I love your, I love your, even your handle. Because a journey is everything. Yeah, exactly. Today you could be like, okay, on my journey today, I'm going to try to learn how to play chess. Yeah, that's actually so smart. And also, you have to get serious about TikTok because it's a place you can explode. Okay. I, I posted one TikTok and it kind of like blew up. I mean, for like the region here. And so like I should have posted more. I just have like a lot because I talked about my anxiety. And so I needed to like learn to like calm myself down and not be insecure, which you have a podcast on. So do, me, okay. do me a favor. Watch this video over and over for one minute. Like like when it, when it gets aired, clip it and just watch it and then post. Use this moment to give you the courage to post every day. Multiple okay. times a day. But, but you're pissing me off. Sorry. Because if you made one fucking TikTok and it blew up and then you didn't do anything with it, that means it's here. I, we have to fix this. Yeah. Because that's uh, insane to me. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, if you want to inspire people, you just did something that worked and now what? You're insecure to post more? Like what? You're overthinking. Yeah. Just okay. make it. Just make You're it. Right. Thank I know you. I'm right, but I want you to do it. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna show you. Okay, good luck. Thank you, Gary. You got it. Bye bye. There you have it, God's people. That's Gary. You know, he's, he's a fun guy. You know, he's a fun rabbi. You know, so I like him a lot. And there you have it, God's people. Just do it. Your own cosmic law of attraction to serious health issues could be that, oh, this serious pandemic, I'm going to use it to discover myself. I'm going to use it to find myself. I'm going to use it to discover that right. 
you know and i pray the universe is going to help you as you do so you can use it as a as a as a, as the moment to find yourself how else can we respond in this crucial period here is what jay sherry has to say about that Let me tell you a story about Grace. You may know someone like her too. Grace is a nurse at a hospital in the United States. She's been a nurse for five years and is dedicated and committed to her job. She really cares about people, especially her husband and her newborn child. As she's about to leave, her husband says, "Take care today." Grace replies, "I will." She can't get close to them because she's scared she might spread COVID-19. She doesn't know if she's been affected. She sleeps alone in her own room and barely sees them even in the evening. Grace travels alone to work every day. She's on the front lines like she's always been. She plays such an important role in the hospital even more in current times. More than ever, her expertise, her compassion and skills are so needed. Every day she puts her health at risk, hoping to help someone with poorer health. She's been supporting the elderly, the newborns, the homeless, anyone who walks through those doors from different backgrounds and walks of life, emotionally, mentally and spiritually. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't have her own pressure and stress. She worries on the way to work about who the world may lose today, the pain they will endure and experience. She has to call their families to tell them the news, and she's seeing her colleagues lost to the disease too. Her friend she's worked with for years, a doctor she's supported for the last 12 months, her nurses. She's seeing them all lose to the virus, but she's brave, resilient and strong. She has to be for everyone else. She works more than 12 hours per day, multiple days per week, not knowing when this is truly going to end. We want to go outside to get a breath. She goes outside every day to make sure someone gets another breath. We may sleep in or spend too much time in bed. She doesn't even get a good night's sleep or a good night's rest. We're trying to entertain ourselves and we get bored. She doesn't have time to be entertained or to be bored. We want to know when this will all end. So does she. But she can't stop. She can't lie in, turn on a show, read a book or play a game. She has to be brave for everyone else. We can't see our friends. She can't hold her child. We can't go to the gym. She's on her feet all day. We can't go to restaurants. She has to eat in between shifts if she can. We can call our families. She doesn't get to see her all day. We can't take a break. She breaks down in tears in the bathroom. She worries on her way home not knowing if she's got the infection and she's going to spread it to her husband and child and how that makes her feel so disconnected for them even though she's so close. When she gets home and her baby is crying, she wants to go and pick him up. But she can't. She's going through a lot right now. and we can all do a lot to help call a healthcare professional ask them how they are and listen to them teach their children a subject virtually 
drop off food or get it delivered, send masks and supplies, donate to a local hospital. And remember, as we've heard, we're not stuck at home. We're safe at home. Stay at home. Thank you so much, Jay. So you can, another way you can look at this is that you can stay at home. You can also use this pandemic period to appreciate those little things that you take for granted. You can use this period to appreciate the earth workers. These people are actually, they were underappreciated until, but thanks to COVID-19, as the frontliners and other frontliners, front other volunteers, you can use this opportunity to appreciate them. Not only with mouth, with gifts. You heard what, what Jay Sherry says. Drop off something at the local hospital. Clap for them when you see them. Because these people are actually risking everything for us to just have one single breath. When you do this, Naturally, you're going to attract to yourself the cure and the healing that you're looking for. Why don't you take this final one? Ladies and gentlemen. Among us can use this period of Ramadan to be more humble and to pray for healing for Allah to heal our land. Trust me, God's people, whether we like it or not, it's the season of new beginning. A lot of things happening things that we cannot explain things that we cannot describe but i'm positive in my mind that if all of us can combine our energies together to seek healing the law of attraction is going to unfold and orchestrate what needs to be for us all to achieve all our desires So quickly, gospel people, before I take my leave on today's episode, I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna Exclusive wrap up this segment with these tips. 
These are some useful tips if you are meditating on your vision or practicing visualization on healing. Number one, clear your mind to speed up the process of manifestation. Presence and focus are key. If your attention is scattered, your manifestation will be too. Write down on paper whatever is bothering you and vow to leave it outside your visualization. This will help you to stay present. Another thing is open your heart for the process. Connect with the feeling of gratitude as you begin. We said this earlier. This can be done by writing a short gratitude list or by thinking of people, events that you are truly grateful for. This will raise your vibration and it will help you to attract fast. Like we said, some people, their own law of attraction, it takes years, it takes decades, it takes months, it takes days, but trust me, it's all about your faith and your readiness. So here we are saying open your heart for the process. According to Math Institute, the heart generates an electromagnetic field roughly 60 times greater in amplitude than brainwaves do. This field is measured by an electrocardiogram, ECG, which is a test that checks how your heart is functioning by measuring the electrical activity in the heart. And, and brain waves are measured using an electroencephalogram. Sorry for that. I mean, you know, I'm just, um, you know, so which is, um, which we, you have EEG as the acronym, a test or record of brain activity produced by, you know, what we just said earlier. So during this finding, the heart is major point of attraction. What we are trying to say is that the heart generates an electromagnetic field roughly 60 times greater in, greater in amplitude than brainwaves do. So your heart, it generates 60 times greater and it helps you to be ready to receive. It helps you to speed up your manifestation of healing. So what we are saying in other words is open your heart. For the process, open your heart, open your mind, open everything, especially your heart. Be clear. We said this earlier. Be clear. You need to know what you want. The law of attraction is described as a law. This means it responds to everything without exception. If you are mixed in your emotions or vision, it will slow the process. The clearer and more detailed you are, the faster your vision will come to life. Engage your senses. Engage your senses. Did you know that the brain can, can't actually tell the difference between experience and visualization? I think we've said this severally, that when you're visualizing, when you're making mental pictures, your subconscious, your mind, it doesn't really know when you're faking it and when you're, you know, that's where that word came about, fake it till you make it, you know, so it doesn't understand whether you're real or not. When you are exercising faith, your mind does not know whether you are being real. Your mind just takes it and gives you more of what you are thinking about. It gives you more, more versions of your vibration. This is why visualization is so useful for athletes. The principle applies directly to the law of attraction. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you touch? And feel when you have arrived at your vision. Feel each sense distinctly and don't be afraid to sit with each one of them. 
individually. Another thing is engage your emotion. This is how to charge your vision. Emotions are the driving force behind manifestation. I've said this in different ways, but I'm saying it again. Emotions are the different are the driving force behind manifestation. You need to engage your emotions positively. Align your intention. Another one is align your intention with your values. Tie what you want to manifest in your highest into your highest values. More simply put, make sure you can see how your goals support the things that matter most to you in life. This will help you manifest congruently from both the conscious and the sub subconscious mind. Another one, which is the final one, is don't be desperate. Yeah, when you're desperate, whatever... Um, okay, let me just read it up. Let me read my notes here. Don't be desperate. Try to imagine that you are gently requesting. If you are being needy or desperate in your request, you are coming directly from an emotional space of lack. An emotional feeling of lack will counteract your thought energy. And you are more likely to stagnate. Yeah, so don't be desperate. When you are desperate and you are making your request known, when, when you are desperate for healing, that's why sometimes when I see the way people pray in church, you know, it's, 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 it's a different thing to, play, to pray fervently. It's another thing to be praying out of fear, to be praying desperately. Sometimes we send the opposite signal to our subconscious, our subconscious that makes sure that our that our our, our our desires are met. You know, sometimes we send wrong signal, wrong signal when you're desperate. That's why I always tell people that when you're talking to your, when you're talking, when you're dealing, when you're using law of attraction, use the kind of terms you will use for someone that works for you. Someone that works for me, when I send them, I say thank you. When someone does anything for me, I ever lead to ever much, I say thank you. You know, so talk to them the way you talk to people, your workers, gently. You know, just talk to you. Talk to the subconscious gently. Because when you are desperate, you are bound to stagnate. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, on this episode, where wherever my story takes me, however dark, and difficult the theme there is always some hope and redemption because I am an optimist because I am a realist especially at art I know the Sun will rise in the morning that there is light at the end of every tunnel I'm talking about optimism ladies and gentlemen it's important for us to stay strong in our minds Especially right about now. There are so many reasons to enjoy this beautiful life. Make a commitment to give up on toxic thoughts, toxic behaviors, and relationships. But never ever to give up on yourself and your dreams. This COVID 19 is going to come and go. Dreams come true, your dreams. Are going to come true my dreams are going to come true you don't need approval or validation for what you feel or want be true to yourself ladies and gentlemen and you can find the strength to do what's needed why don't you take another quick deep breath and say to yourself i'm grateful and i am healthy 
when you inhale, say, I am grateful and I am healthy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, all our listeners out there. We want to use this opportunity to say another thank you to you for always listening, for always being there, you know. And remember, you can be part of this conversation. Just DM me, you know. Just talk to me. You can post your comments if you add any, if you have um any additions, anything you want, any comments you want to post, you know, any questions. Please, you can talk to us at the comment section or. You can as well just talk to me privately in a DM. And I can assure you that this is going to be over very soon. You know, this is the last episode on healing. And next month we'll be looking at another topic, you know, but we just don't go ahead of ourselves. We are led by the Spirit. And whatever the Spirit wants for the people, we're going to bring it up. You know, so, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for always being there. Thank you for always listening. May God bless you. And I can assure you this, before we know it, COVID-19 is going to be a thing of the past. So shall it be. Let the law of attraction, let it unfold and orchestrate what needs to be. For us to attract our desires of healing, our desires of success, our desires of many blessings, even after this pandemic. So shall it be. Same time, on Thursdays like this, you know, we're going to be coming your way, you know, for Mercury 11 and on Sunday, Jesus for the streets. This is going to be, this is Mercury 11 and on Sunday, maybe not this Sunday. Sometimes we need, we allow time for people to access, for people to access our messages and, you know, get use of them, you know, make good use of them before we bring them down, you know, and um, I'm going to be leaving this Sunday open, you know, so in order to plan for me and um, also allow this message sink in more. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again. God bless you all. And remember, it's Abayomi, a.k.a. Yogi D.